0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: 1031, welcome back in the zone. Why am I playing the Arkansas State Fight Song, Wes?
0: Why are you playing the Arkansas State Fight Song?
1: Why do you answer my questions with questions? You got
0: the new head coach on. That's why we're playing the Fight Song, Brian Hodgson. You're moving and storage hotline.
1: Absolutely. Coach, welcome. How are you? We got you. Okay, there you are. Sorry about that. How are you?
2: Good, doing well, fellas. How you doing? Good.
1: Great. Sorry, coach. It's my first day on the board, so I don't know what I'm <laughs> doing over here. I apologize. Nah, well, no worries, no so, worries. So sloppy. First day on the
2: job.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I was watching your press conference just. Everything looked like it went peachy. So I mean, it looked like uh, they'd really sort of choreographed everything very nicely. It went well. How did you feel um, being in that position as a uh, head coach for a change?
2: You know, I'm excited. I, I I did my research on this place and and uh, was fired up from from the get go. But then getting here uh, in person, walking around, and getting to meet people, and uh, just see and feel the excitement around Jonesboro and uh, the support for this program, this university, it, it was yesterday was fantastic.
1: Before the opportunity came up, had you had any contact with Jeff Purinson, the former Alabama AD who's now at Arkansas State? Uh,
2: Jeff and I have always stayed in contact. Not not about the job. I mean, Jeff. Just about as professional as they come so um you know obviously jeff had a sitting head coach here so wasn't uh, we didn't have any of those conversations but Jeff and i had a relationship obviously i' worked directly under him for two years and then uh, indirectly uh, for for a third year so uh, we, we always stayed in contact you know he would watch us play he, he knew most of those guys and worked with most of those players so um, we, we would we would stay connected and um you know just we've, we've always had that type of relationship.
0: We just found out there was a baseball player we were mispronouncing his name. I want to make sure we're pronouncing your name right before you know, like five years go down the line, and we're like, "Oh God, we've been mispronouncing your name the whole time." Hodgson with an like s h. The,
2: the 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 g is actually silent. So it's Brian Hodgson, h o. You say it like h o d s o n.
0: Hodgson. Okay. Yep. What, what what is that? Where where you where's where's that come from? I'm glad you asked that.
2: Uh it's it's English. I'm I'm actually uh. I mean we're my I'm I'm adopted. Um, so my my I'm I'm mostly Irish, but uh hmm. but yeah, so that that's my adopted
1: uh last name. Okay. Got that cleared up.
0: I'm so glad I asked.
1: Uh, while we're on the topic of things that are very personal, let me ask you about your frame, Coach. Um, when we look at you, everybody's like, man, that dude does not look like a basketball coach. He looks like a guy who played defensive end in college.
0: <laughs> looks like a football Was, player.
1: Did you play other sports? Were you a football guy at all growing up, or did you play anything besides basketball? Yeah, I played
2: football, basketball, baseball. played a little bit of everything. Uh wasn't built like this uh, in, in high school or college. <laughs> so, um, But, you know, I told Bush it. If he needs, he, needs he needs someone for practice over there. maybe I'll come over for a day and, and uh, let, let the guys run into me. But, um, but no, I, I, yeah, I played, played a little bit of everything, but basketball is always my passion.
1: And as far as uh, your background, like where you played, how you got to this point, I mean, I think people know you've worked with Coach Oates at Alabama and previously at Buffalo. But as far as your, your college days, what, tell folks who, who aren't familiar with you where you came up and, and how you got into coaching.
2: Yeah, so uh, born and raised in western New York, um, uh, suburbs of Buffalo, Bolivar, um, New York, where I was, I was raised until seventh grade and the family relocated to Jamestown, New York, uh, down in the southern tier. Um, and I uh, played at Jamestown High School, went on from there to play at the Jamestown Community College, which is the local Division Two JUCO uh, right there in town. Uh, had a good two-year run there. Uh, and then... Uh, from there, I, I decided to go to Fredonia State University, which is a Division III, about 35 miles down the road uh, between Buffalo and Jamestown, and uh, I actually, instead of continuing my playing career, I got right on as a student assistant coach, um, and I told that story in my press conference But I knew I wanted to coach uh, early on, and, and I was serious about it. I walked into the head coach's office, and um, you know, I was 6'5", 230 back then, and was still mobile and could play a little bit. And, You know, he he was thinking I was coming to ask him to play, but I actually, you know, asked him if I could be an assistant. Uh, His name was Kevin Moore, and he gave me my first opportunity. Um, uh, So, coach there uh, for two years, went from there back to the junior college that I played at, served as an assistant under Mike Cordovano at Jamestown Community College for three years, and with all the recruiting there, and and Coach Cordovano really uh, let me me take the reins on a lot of stuff. Uh, And then from there, uh, took the volunteer a job i spoke about at midland junior college texas which historically is one of the uh you know powerhouse junior colleges in, in the country uh, and that that whack jack league in west texas uh, is high- level basketball so went there as a volunteer for a year uh the following year i got on as the a, a full-time assistant uh was there uh for two and, and that's when uh, Nato's came and snagged me up and brought me back home to Buffalo and gave me my first Division One opportunity.
1: How much of that connection to your home area was uh, key, you think, in, in getting the opportunity? It was huge.
2: I mean, I was very fortunate. Uh, I had nothing to – like the opportunity had nothing to do with me being from there. Um, you know, I, we, we didn't sign a player from there in my first year. You know, it was more uh, Nate wanted a guy to come in and be his lead recruiter and, we built a relationship and, and a trust uh, that, you know, he, he had a trust that, that I could come in and do that for him right away. And so brought me in at 26 years old and um, gave me that opportunity. And, and, you know, obviously the rest is, is
1: history. You're renowned as a recruiter. And I'm just curious how you see as a head coach versus being an assistant coach or a guy who's, you know, kind of running that part of it, um, what what your role is or or if it changes at all, in your opinion, as far as the recruiting part of it goes.
2: Yeah, I get the, the recruiter thing a lot because of all the stuff out there, you know, the, the recruiting rankings and who I've signed and guys, you know, playing in the NBA and all that. But I'm I'm not just a recruiter; I'm a basketball coach uh, first and foremost. Uh, but you you've got to recruit to to be able to coach guys, so um, I take pride in it. I'll tell you this: I'm going to continue to recruit like an assistant. Um, I think. Head coaches that do that are some of the most successful head coaches in the country. You get to build relationships with those guys uh, through the whole process, and uh, my staff will be be out there working working the recruiting. Uh, we'll be relentless in, in that area, but I'm still going to you know as much as I possibly can uh, recruit like an assistant and be pretty um, pretty very heavily involved in every aspect.
0: You had a lot of success getting some Canadians to come down to Tuscaloosa. Can you do that and use that in Jonesboro?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I was telling somebody last night, if you look at, um, you know, say Toronto, Toronto, I believe, and depending on what you look at and, and, and what year, it's you know, fifth or sixth largest city in North America. So you look at the other cities that are in that category and the talent that's coming out of those places – you know, why, why would you not recruit that area? And there's been some high level players coming out of there. A lot of NBA guys have, have came out of Toronto recently. So, yeah, we'll, we'll still recruit Toronto pretty heavily. I've uh, got some strong connections up there. My uh, hometown's an hour and 20 minutes from the border. So, uh, I know a lot of people in the in the uh, Ontario area and you know, even over into Montreal and, and west of Calgary. So, we'll, we'll definitely be, uh, be looking at those areas uh, as, as part of our
1: uh, recruiting network. Talking to Brian Hodson, if you're just tuning in, the head coach at Arkansas State. Um, obviously, work worked with Coach Oates for quite a while now. I'm just curious how much you want to do at Arkansas State, style-wise. I mean, now let's talk about being a head coach. Style-wise, how much do you want to do what you guys did at Alabama, or is there something you'd like to sort of do a little bit differently, any different philosophies that you'd like to mix in there?
2: No, I'm almost identical, to be honest with you. I mean, if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You know, we've, we had a lot of success at Alabama on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, offensively and defensively, top top twenty in the country, top twenty-five in the country. Uh, so, I plan to continue and uh, playing that way, bringing a lot of the same concepts on both sides of the ball. Obviously, head, every head coach is going to put their own uh, touch on things and, and add add different things, but a lot of what we're going to do is going to be very, very similar to
1: the way LMM plays. You said you did your homework on, I guess, Arkansas State and Jonesboro, probably both, before you came there and took the job. I'm just curious what you liked about it and what you see as uh, potential for some success there. It's been a minute since that program's been at a, a real high level, uh, but certainly we've seen Arkansas State be a very successful <laughs> program at different periods. Yeah, no,
2: I, I, the biggest thing was like the support uh, from – uh, this community, I can tell this community is ready to support uh, a, a winning program. Uh, the, the turnout yesterday at my press conference obviously uh, showed that. Um, the, the, the love on social media, um, you know, the people in this area are fired up. They want to win basketball games. They want to. They want to support it. They want to fill up this arena uh, and in this community. You know, this community uh, kind of rallies around this university and, and really takes pride in, in what's happening here. So. That, that's that's the type of place I want to be, and then more importantly, um, you know, uh, Chuck Wells, our system president, uh, Todd Shields, our chancellor, and Jeff Pierson, uh, the, the alignment there uh, from the top down, and the vision uh, that they have uh, for this university and this athletics program. Uh, when, when I got to meet and speak with those guys, you know, it, it was a done deal for me. Um, I, I just I knew, you know, th- those are guys. A, I want to work for. B. I just want to. I want to be involved with. I want to have relationships with it because they have the same vision I do.
0: We're talking with A State's new basketball coach, Brian Hodson. Coach, I read a great story on Dusty May, Florida Atlantic's head coach yesterday. Is that going kind to of inspire you or give you belief that that it can be done? at you know, if FAU can do it, A State can do it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm I'm friends with with Dusty May. Dusty's one of the best in the business, and I have no doubt that Dusty would get that place wrong. I. You would ask me if I thought he was going to the final four. I don't. I don't know if I would have said yes, but um, I, I'm surely uh, not in just shock or disbelief. He is a ball coach and um, and he's a worker. and He's got a great staff, so uh, I, I'm looking to yeah do a lot of the same things that they they did there as far as roster management and um, you know. But more more importantly, I'd like to compare it to something you know that I've done and somewhere I've been, which was the University of Buffalo. Um, we went to three NCAA tournaments in four years. We broke. Uh, every record uh, in that program in our four years there from uh, total wins of the season and top, ranked top 25 every single week of college basketball in our last year. They're all the way up to 14th in the country and, um, you know, won an NCAA tournament game for the first time in school history. And, um, you know, we're a 14th team winning an upset with three-seed Arizona. And, uh, so I mean, Buffalo has a lot of similarities. To our um, so looking forward to, to, to
1: Absolutely, and having dudes always helps. And I saw you've already done some good recruiting by getting some of your key cogs to stick around. Caleb Fields is the first guy that comes to mind, and he's been a great talent up there at Arkansas State for a while. I saw that he's coming back. Uh, how familiar are you with the state, Coach? I mean, that's thing Wes and I have had the chance to cover, you know, high school basketball and call the finals games over the last several years. The talent basketball wise is probably as good as it's ever been, or at least in in you know, the last ten ten fifteen years. It's really impressive. Um, the talents being turned on the state how much do you focus your attention in state versus maybe nationally?
2: I want to look at both I said in my press conference yesterday uh we we're gonna you know if there's a player in state that can play for us we're gonna recruit them and, and it's not has nothing to, the biggest thing i want to make clear just because they're talented doesn't mean they fit us but if they fit us and they're talented enough to play for us and they're, and they're good kids we're, we're we're gonna be involved and then uh, we'll, we'll kind of recruit from from the inside out. Take a look here in the state of Arkansas and, and then and see if we can fill in the needs there and then from there we'll, we'll, we'll look across the country and, and even internationally.
1: How much do you balance Portal versus high school guys coming up?
2: I think I think you want to balance, you want to have an older group. You just mentioned to yourself you talked about Port uh, uh, Atlantic. That's an older veteran group. You know, so I think one of the best things you can do with a non-Power 5 right now and even at the Power 5 level is to stay old as they say. Um, so, Try to keep some veteran guys on the roster, um, and, and, I, and we're,
0: we're going to look to to do that here. Coach Arkansas State had a great one. Speaking of the the portal, North Shadow O'Meara was fun to watch. But now you know the whole country's getting to see him at Miami. How do you keep those guys at in Jonesboro? How do you you know with the NIL or the transfer portal? Once you get a good one, you develop a good one. How do you keep them? Starts with, starts with the
2: relationship. Having a great relationship with them, uh, and then from there. Having them believe that they can reach their dreams by by from here at Arkansas State, Um, and and, and I'm looking forward to proving that to some guys. And if you, you know, we I've had multiple NBA guys, had multiple first round draft picks uh, in my time as an assistant under Coach Oates. And um, you know, one thing I've learned to talking to every single NBA team on a yearly basis is if you can play, they're going to find you, whether it's at Arkansas State uh, or Alabama. Um, So proving that to those guys, building strong relationships with them. And then obviously we've got to be competitive in the NIL space. That's just the reality of, of where college athletics is right now. So uh, anybody that's listening to this right now uh, that, that wants to get involved, we, we we need it. We need the support. We need the help. Um, we, we would love to get you involved. Um, I know there, there's some uh, collectives and things already set in place here uh, in Jonesboro in Arkansas State. It's it's a it's a real part of of uh, college athletics right now that we're just, we're going to have to adjust to. So, um, you know, I think those are the
1: biggest things. Talking to Brian Hodson again on the brand of moving and storage hotline, head coach at Arkansas state this last year at Alabama, obviously, you know, dream season in many ways, but also, you know, it has to be mentioned that you guys had an incident that, uh, you know, many schools will never have to deal with and you, you pray never happens to your program or really hope it never happens to anybody. Um, I guess the only question would be what kind of lessons and how you guys handled the, you know, the difficult situation there through the season, there's, you know, obviously, uh, I, I got to think some opportunities for growth there for people and going through uh, what is really an unprecedented situation for most programs.
2: Absolutely. And anytime uh, you face any sort of hardship or tragedy, and, it, and that, was, that was a very tragic, sad situation. And uh, so any, anytime you, you face anything like that, there's a lesson to be learned. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll tell you right right from the game. Uh, One of the biggest lessons I learned was, um, you know, watching our administration and Dr. Bell and Greg Byrne and and, um, Nate Oates and and top down and how they handled the situation um, and, and, you know, making very thorough, informed decisions. um, And and while keeping the main thing, the main thing, which was understanding that a a tragedy took place. Uh, And and so, um, you know, biggest thing I can say on that is obviously it's very sad and unfortunate. Uh, but but it is you, there's there's a lot of uh, area for for growth and learning there uh, and, and you know I did I did keep my eyes wide open uh, and, and, and my ears open uh, to to watch how uh, people operated uh, during that time and. Um, You know, I I was not directly involved with any of it, any of the decision-making or or anything that happened, uh, but but definitely was there to support everybody, and uh, our guys really rallied around one another. Uh, And I I think everybody grew a little little bit from that situation. Mm
0: -hmm. Coach, off the top of my head, uh, Alabama played, well, of course, San Diego State, UConn, I don't know about Miami or or FAU, but you got a rooting interest in this Final Four? Anybody you you want to see win it?
2: Uh Yeah. not necessarily you know I'm, I've, I've got friends on all four of those staffs um and uh and true i truly do all four of those staffs i've i've got close friends on all four but i, I will tell you this I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing one of the uh, uh the non you know uh, florida atlantic or san diego state uh, get in there and shock the world and, and uh, let people know here at arkansas state that things like that are possible um so that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be bad to see but i I can't say I'm going to root for or against any of the four because I respect the heck out of all four of those coaches and programs, and uh, and, and they're, they're just so
1: so fortunate
2: to be there. And, and all four of them, I know, have great programs and uh, great players. and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching those games.
1: Well, coach, as we let you go, I just wanted to mention uh, as you continue to familiarize with the state. Um you know, obviously you're going to get great local support. You will get great statewide support when you guys start winning at the level that you're expecting, I think. And uh, Mm -hmm. everybody loves a winner around the state. You know how it is. In a state like this, the Razorbacks are always going to kind of carry the day. But I think people love to have another rooting interest. When the football program was really rolling at a high level, people – I mean, A-State was on people's tongues. When Little Rock went to the tournament a couple years ago, when they had it going, people were talking about them on a regular basis. And I'm hoping for your sake that that's uh, something we're doing with your program here in the near future, and I'm wishing you the best.
2: Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I'll say this. I- I've been the so-called brother before. You know, mm-hmm. we-, we were at uh, the university of Buffalo and uh, we, we scheduled uh, a-, a game against Syracuse mm-hmm. and, uh, we, we drove, we drove an hour and a half down, down interstate 90 and went into Syracuse and beat them. <laughs> um, so I, I, I saw it as a great program. Um, coach Musselman is a great coach. They've had a lot of success, but, um, I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm ready to compete at the highest level of college basketball I hope our fans
1: will get behind that. Yep. yep, love to see it. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Good luck with everything, and we'll talk again. Okay, thanks, fellas. I appreciate thanks. it. That's kind of presumptuous on my part. He may not want to talk to us again, but that was good. I'm excited to talk to him uh, some more. I saw a story, I guess I was reading about, um, and I think a reporter dug this up. I don't think it necessarily came up with a press conference that Jawan Howard had called the administration at Arkansas State and said, you need to hire this dude. Because hmm. he was tired of getting his butt kicked on the recruiting trail by what he was doing at Alabama. Oh wow! Now, admittedly, winning those battles when you're at Arkansas State is not as easy. But clearly, the guy knows what he's doing. I was going to bring it up to him, but you know, obviously, he wants to focus on being a head coach. Recruiting's part of that. But I think uh, you know, again, it's a new chapter in his mm-hmm. life, and uh, we'll see how he handles it being the guy instead of one of the guys.